0: You're listening to the Carol First Baptist Church Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Hill, alongside Pastor Mark and Pastor Chris. On this week's episode, we'll be recapping the Sunday morning message. And this is where we go through the message on a a weekly basis and share our perspective on various points and applications that we hope will be helpful to you. We'll also be having a monthly ChatterCast where we'll talk on things that we're enjoying and recommend, along with having interviews, discussing current topics, and lots of pleasant banter. Pastor brings the message of Christian public relations. It's over Romans twelve fourteen through 16. And uh, what, it, what Pastor was speaking on was instructions on relating to four particular kinds of people. And the first one was bless graciously those who persecute. Uh, the second one was rejoice sincerely with those who rejoice. The third was weep compassionately with those who weep. And the fourth was associate harmoniously with those who are our peers. And so Pastor Mark is going to read the passage and then give his thoughts.
1: Romans chapter 12, verses 14 through 16. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Yeah, I thought Pastor Wiggins did a a good job of just making this really simple, uh, very clear, kind of breaking into the three or the four uh, kinds of people here. A couple of thoughts that, that I had. Kind of thinking back on the on the sermon, the first comes from chapter fourteen, There's verse fourteen, when he uh, when it says, "Bless those who persecute you." Uh, Pastor brought out the the emphasis of uh, his repetition, Paul's repetition of, "Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them." Um, so that just the significance of of the repetition uh, there. One of my thoughts was. When we think about persecution, uh, sometimes in in America currently, uh, I'm a little afraid that we think of certain things as persecution that are not persecution. Yeah. So the definition of persecution, not only like the literal definition of persecution, but but practically what what uh, what qualifies as persecution. Um, sometimes I, I'm afraid that we we get a little worked up about things like our religious liberties, um, losing religious liberties as uh, persecution. And in a sense, I understand what what we might mean there. Uh, But the type of persecution that I think Paul was suggesting uh, or was talking about, uh, the stuff that the early church went through, Uh, we're we're talking about suffering. We're talking about physical uh, Mm -hmm. persecution. We're talking about imprisonments and beatings and death. Um you know at, at this point in 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 america that 's not the kind of persecution that most of us are are enduring at all okay. you know if you're mocked for your faith that's not persecution friend like th- that's a that's might be oppression that might be a hardship that 's not persecution uh persecution i uh, i I just think we should call what what is what there mm-hmm. and so I think the the application to the the text is absolutely right I mean bless those who persecute you. And so if Paul is saying those who persecute you, those who are are even physically causing harm or, or hardship or oppression in a physical sense, uh, beating, death, like we're supposed to bless those people. How much more? Those that are just
0: mocking you. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: of the quote unquote. You know, persecution that we might experience for for following Jesus here in in the West. So I, I kind of felt like that might be uh, almost a little bit of a, a calibration for us. Like, man, if he is calling for the Christians at that time, dealing with those things to bless those who are persecuting them, how much more is it that that should be true for us mm-hmm. who are not enduring that kind of persecution or that, level of persecution, even if you want to call it persecution um, in that way. And then I, Pastor did talk about this, uh, but one of his points was to talk about what it means to bless. And so uh, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. So certainly blessing is the opposite of of cursing. (laughs) And the the blessing is, and I think he actually maybe used these words, but to speak well of someone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's helpful when we, because sometimes, I don't know, that word bless can can be a little foreign into what we mean. We say, "I'm going to bless this person." Uh, maybe we do something physically to bless them, give them a blessing or something. But I mean, at at a maybe at a, a base or at a minimum, it's to speak well of someone else, whether they're present or not present, uh, whether they deserve it, maybe or if they don't deserve it. Or, um, so I mean, when we think about how do I respond to someone who's persecuting me? How do I? How would I bless them? Well, one of the one of the ways that. That, that would look like is it to 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 not speak badly of them, not mm-hmm. to curse them, and I thought Pastor did a good job of explaining that and talking about some of the ways that people do curse uh, each other. Um, so I guess that
2: that would be one of my takeaways there. One of my connections last week's episode, we kind of concluded with uh, loving people and how do we love yeah. unlovable? How do we love other people in, in difficult situations or whatever? And we brought up the the thought of an individual that was maybe having bad things happen to them, whether justly or unjustly or whatever. And, and are we still supposed to love these people? I brought up the idea of not rejoicing at the wrongdoing of others, First Corinthians 13 type things. And here in Point number two that Pastor has here is, for us, we are to rejoice sincerely with those who rejoice, which is also a a statement that's given there in in 1 Corinthians 13, to rejoice with those who rejoice. And uh, it says here in in letter D of, of part two there in the notes that we need to genuinely care about the other person. And then he added to that in his notes on the screen Sunday morning, and trust God's sovereignty. And I think that was an important piece to add there. Because I try to, in my own understanding, care about people and love people. But then in my brain, it kind of almost has this conditional thing or this. I try to think logically about it and be like, yeah, but he's not going to respond this way or she's not going to this or that. Uh, I'm not trusting in God's sovereignty mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah, I, I need to care for other people and let the results be up to God yeah. uh, and Him to work in other people's hearts and things like that. But we, we concluded last week's episode reading into the first part of this verse that we do need to be blessing other people. We need to show genuine biblical love to other people because that's what we're called to do. That's what God expects of us and then leave the results in, in His court because we can't do anything about people's hearts. We we can just love on people and show Christ to them, and, and pray for them, and then leave the results up to God. Yeah, the next point was to to weep compassionately with those who weep, mm-hmm. and again, I thought again,
1: Pastor, we did a good job of explaining that in his illustration um, about the man who weeped with the mm-hmm. uh, the friends there. Uh, I, I thought too about uh, the Book of Job and the three friends who came to uh, to to comfort him. And it tells us in chapter two that when they saw him from a distance, they didn't even recognize him. And they raised their voices and they wept and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads towards heaven. And they sat with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his suffering was very great. And... uh. That, that's about the end of what the, the friends did right. Um, <laughs> but they did that right. Uh, they did that actually really, really well. And if there's anything you could take away from the three friends in a positive way, it's that section of uh, Job chapter two uh, is to say, man, when someone is suffering, uh, one of the actually the, the, the best and right ways to handle that, uh, to care for that is to, to join them in their, in their grief. And that, that shows uh, a level of compassion and agreement that there is actually something to be sorrowful for. There's actually something to weep about. It affirms that, 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 that it is real. Uh, Sometimes in our, our interest to alleviate the the hurt, we want to rush to the answer or Mm -hmm. the healing. And in in some ways it can minimize uh, the, the actual mourning process or that that i'm i'm still hurting uh, there's truths that that are true there are things about where we need to go with our our grief and our sadness that's all absolutely true uh, but it is clear in the the biblical record that that weeping and sorrow and mourning is good and it's right uh, and it actually we weep because it matters and you know pastor brought up Jesus uh, weeping at the, the tomb of Lazarus which clearly uh, calls us to to recognize that that there is a there's a reason to weep and uh, that is uh, appropriate there's a time there's a time for that
0: why are we why are we doing this why why do we need to have this why do we why do we bless those who persecute? why do we rejoice for those who rejoice why why do we weep um, why, why should we care
2: more so than just Because God said so? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, God says a lot of things. He does, and we ignore him a lot of times, and we shouldn't. But uh, these all speak to the character of Christ, and if we are wanting to be authentic followers of Christ and claim to be, then we should be growing more and more in his likeness. And this is an attribute, a characteristic of him that we should desire to have and possess and share as well so not just because god said to but because god is christ is and as a christian i should want to and should be becoming more like him so it's 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 the end game if you will and and we're one day believers are going to be the uh the glorified perfect self it's not yet but we should be progressing okay progressing to that that form
1: yeah, in each one of these things, again, I mean, if you listen through the sermon, you'll, you you could hear uh, uh, Pastor allude to this a number of times, but uh, Christ demonstrated these things. Right? So he he did bless those who persecuted him. He did rejoice with those who rejoice. He did weep with those who, who weep. And he, he did... Uh, live in, in harmony mm-hmm. um, as, as much. And in, in, you jump down to verse 18, and we'll, I think we'll get to this in a few weeks, but it says, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. And so in verse uh, 16, uh, it says live in harmony with one another. And in verse 18, it says... If possible, so as far as depends on you, live peacefully with all. Meaning, uh, we have a responsibility to, to live peacefully in in harmony with other people. The truth is that that doesn't always happen, and it's not always our fault. Uh, but we have a responsibility to, to do that. And so you can look at Jesus who who came to uh, to bring peace, bring us to peace with with God, namely. Uh, but he certainly lived in in harmony with those uh, with others. Uh, in, in the right kind of harmony, that is not in agreement with everything they did. Uh, certainly, there was uh, other things, uh, factors of those who uh, didn't agree with him, and the Pharisees, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but one one of my thoughts, uh, just in in a kind of a encapsulating it, would be: uh, we can live like this because Christ did live yep. like this. And so, as we look at the the scriptures, like we could walk away and say, "Man, I need to be more." bless I need to bless more people and I need to weep more and I need to I need to do do these things and we leave with a to-do list and, and whereas we do recognize that these are marks of of the character of a Christian, that's absolutely true. But more we need to look at it and say, these are marks of Christ. And because Christ did these things, those who are in Christ now can. can. Yeah. Right? Not not because of ourselves, but because of Christ. And so the, the emphasis would be, this is what Christ did. Therefore, because he
2: did now, now you can Christian uh, without Christ. You, you, you can't do these things rightly. So it's not just a, because Christ did, I should, it's because Christ did. I can too. Yeah. Or maybe more accurately, we can too, meaning the Holy spirit within us giving us the, the access right. to that ability. Right. Yeah. Because apart from
1: Christ, um, you know, my my blessing of someone might be to try to get something back. So it's kind of like do good, so I get it good somewhere. Yeah. Right. So I'll a uh, karma. You know, I'll 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 be I'll be <laughs> kind to that person who isn't kind to me, so that you know I get it back in the end. Yeah. Or rejoice with those who rejoice. I'll I'll you know I'll be happy a for pay you. Pay forward
2: mindset. Right. I mean,
1: and there's some underlying things that that. Or, or surface things that could sound good or be right, but motivationally what's underneath it w- won't last. It can't hold. It can't hold the weight of that because it's built on a shaky foundation. If if the motivation for all this is actually the work of Christ, um, not only the example of Christ, but the work of Christ, then the, these actually can be marks of what a Christian looks like, that we actually can bless those who persecute you, which is totally counterintuitive to any human on earth right uh, we can actually rejoice and we can actually weep compassionately and we can actually live in harmony um, again all those things to some degree or another are are kind of counterintuitive to our to our human nature
0: we thank you for listening to the carol first baptist church podcast we hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode check us out again next time